Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message. we're going to kind of flip the coin or see the other side of the coin and focus on the responsibility of the body towards the elders. The responsibility of the body towards the elders. Now, to be honest, this is kind of an awkward uh, sermon to preach. Why? Because it can kind of seem self-serving to stand up here and to teach you all, this is how you're supposed to treat me, right? (laughs) That's kind of awkward to, to preach on that subject. Um, but we find here in, in this passage of scripture, and I want to ensure you that my only purpose of bringing this message this morning is to share with you what the Bible teaches about this subject. You see, I'm extremely blessed to be able to pastor here at Fellowship Baptist Church, to serve at Fellowship Baptist Church, where people love and respect and they follow uh, the, the pastor as God leads the pastor. And, and I appreciate that. I'm thankful that this church is generous and, and compensating us and, and giving uh, uh, paying our family and, and supporting our family so that we can dedicate our time to shepherding the body. And so I'm not seeking anything this morning by preaching this message, but I do have a responsibility as a pastor to make sure that I preach the whole counsel of the word of God. And that all of us have a good handle on what the Bible teaches about how we are to treat those who have been entrusted with leadership, a leadership role here at Fellowship Baptist Church. See, as a pastor, I'd be, I would be neglecting my responsibility to all of you if I failed to do that this morning. And so I'm going to begin this passage with this morning with a passage that establishes the overall principle of, of how the body is to treat the elders. And then, and then a few other passages we're going to look at to bring and, and apply some more to that. So as we're going to look at today, the body's responsibility toward the elders. First Timothy chapter number five, if you're there in your Bibles, uh, look at verse number 17. The Bible says this, let the elders that rule well uh, we, we see that, that Paul's writing this to Timothy for the church at Ephesus. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture saith, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. Against an elder receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses, them that sin rebuke before all, that others also may fear. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that thou observe these things without preferring one before another, doing nothing by partiality. Lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partakers of other men's skins. Keep thyself pure. So we see here that the Bible lays it out for us very clearly, the responsibility of the body toward the elders. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We're so thankful for your word. We're thankful for, once again, the time of worship, how we could sing uh, just praises to you and just remember uh, what you've done, how you've uh, 
uh, defeated and conquered death for us and that you are alive today. And we praise your name for that. We're thankful and we're grateful for who you are to us. Lord, as we get into your word this morning, I ask that you would give me the words to say, that you would give me, uh, fill me with your Holy Spirit. And Lord, I ask that we would learn and glean from your word today as we look at the responsibility of the body to the elders. And you'll, uh, we just ask that you're honored, that you're glorified in everything that we say and everything that we do. For it's in Jesus' name that we pray, amen. We find here that the Greek word, which is translated honor in verse number 17, originally designated the amount of money that was paid uh, to determine the value of an item. But it also is to be used in a much more broadly way to indicate the honor which was due to a person as well. And so Paul tells Timothy that in the church of Ephesus, the elders who lead the body are due a double honor. He says, especially those, so he, he kind of Uh, separates the elders as a a group and says, especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. So those who preach and those who teach, Paul then goes on to describe how that honor is to be demonstrated. And so I want us to begin with this passage and then go to a few others as well and look at some practical ways that we as a body can apply this overall principle of giving honor to the elders. Number one, I want us to see that we, the body is to respect them. The body is to respect them. First uh, Thessalonians chapter five, if you look back at verse number 12, the Bible says, and we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. That word there to know it's not the word that we that is often used, which means to know by experience. That's not exactly what he's talking about here. Instead, it conveys the idea of coming to know something by careful consideration. And so the idea here that 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 Paul is saying is that Christ, the Christ followers here in Thessalonica were to come to a full understanding of the worth of their leaders. They are also called to esteem them, he says here, very highly. That verb esteem is a picture giving careful thought to something and not making a snap judgment. And so taking together, we find that Paul counsels these Thessalonian believers to give careful consideration to the work that was being carried out by their church leaders and to highly respect that work based on what they've discovered during that process, right? And so so what, what, what you as the body is to do is to uh, to look at the pastor, the elders of the church, and say, hey, are they leading properly? Are they leading according to the scriptures? To, to look at that as a whole, and as you look at that, as you discover, you understand pastors are to lead in the Lord. Amen? The Bible says that here. They are to lead in the Lord. Where Pastors are to allow the Holy Spirit and, and lead with the Holy Spirit's power. Pastors are to lead according to the scripture and they are to be in direct communication with God. And when a pastor does those things, the Bible says he is to be given honor and respect. He's been, he's to be giving honor and respect for his work that he does. But, but it's your also, it's your responsibility as the body to evaluate, to look at, Hey, 
Are they doing what's according to scripture? Are they living a, a godly life? Are they striving to please the Lord? And then that, when you see that uh, uh, in an individual, you are to then respect them, to honor them. But not only that, but number two, we see compensate them. This is my favorite one. No, I'm just kidding. Compensate them. Verse number 17, it says this. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor, especially they who labor in the word and doctrine. For the scripture saith, thou shalt not mezzle the ox that treadeth out the corn, and the laborer is worthy of his reward. So we find here, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time here, but Paul is very clear that the elders, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching, should be supported financially by the local body of members. Siri doesn't understand that. Okay. Technology. You love it and you hate it. Um, I hope you understand that this morning. Okay. Um, he, he, he quotes both the Old, Old Testament here as well as the New Testament to support this practice. What does he say? He says, for the scripture saith, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treadeth out the corn. But then he also gives the words of Jesus and he says, the laborer is worthy of his reward. And so he tells us that, hey, as a body, you are to support, you are to, to compensate the elders, those especially who preach and teach the word of God. I'm very thankful here at Fellowship Baptist Church that you gener generously give to us, to our family. I, by the, on the bottom of my heart, I'm thankful for that. I appreciate that. And it allows me to devote my time to, to shepherd the body here at Fellowship Baptist Church. So we are to respect them. The body is to respect the elders. They're also to compensate them. But number three, protect them. Protect them. Look at verse number 19. The Bible says this, against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. In his instruction to Timothy, Paul makes it clear that no elder is to be accused of any wrongdoing unless charges are brought based on the account of at least two or three witnesses. You see, church leaders, pastors are not exempt from sin. Amen? Pastors are not exempt from making mistakes. They're not exempt from from failing, but they are often, and I've seen in my life, often criticized for wrong reasons, sometimes by minor imperfections, failure to meet someone's expectations, uh, personality clashes. And so Paul said that the complaint should not even be heard unless two or three witnesses confirm them. And so the next time that someone comes to you and they start to make an accusation, any kind of accusation, against one of our leaders, one of the elders, you have a responsibility to protect them, right? Amen. That's, that's what the Bible talks about. But with that being said, Paul does not give the instruction for the purpose of protecting a pastor who is engaged in open sin. That's not the reason why he's trying, oh, let your pastor do whatever he wants and you protect him. It's not what he's saying here. But we are to protect over those accusations. Uh, because sin needs to be dealt with. In fact, the Bible in the very next verse, he makes it very clear that sometimes in order to honor our church elders, we need to rebuke them. Rebuke them. That's the next point. We see honor and respect them, compensate them, protect them. But number four, rebuke them. Look at verse number 20. The Bible says this. Uh, verse, verse, uh, chapter number five, verse number 20. 
them that sin rebuke before all. Who's he talking about? He's talking about the elders, right? That's the context of this passage. Them that sin rebuke them before all that others also may fear. You see, the first thing that you'll notice here is that Paul is addressing persistent sin. As I pointed out consistently, pastors are sheep too. Amen? Pastors are sheep too. We are human. We all make mistakes and we will sin. And so Paul is not saying that the body should go around. Okay, I'm going to take two with me and we're going to go and we're going to watch pastor like a hawk and we're going to see if we can find a sin, right? We can see if he's going to trip up. That's not what he's saying here. He's not saying that we look for faults. We look for those things and that's our our main goal. But what he is addressing are those times, hopefully that are few and far between, when a pastor develops a lifestyle of sin, you are to rebuke them. And when that occurs, it's not, listen, when a pastor is is found in sin or, or someone within their family is found in sin, it is not proper, it is not biblical to sweep that under the rug. We see a lot of churches that do that. A lot of churches that where pastors will mess up, they'll make a mistake. Oh, I've asked for forgiveness, let's sweep that under the rug. No, that's not what the Bible teaches here. Part of honoring the elders within the church is to rebuke them, to rebuke them. In those situations, when, when a pastor or in, in someone within their family is caught in sin, in those situations, the pastor or elder needs to be brought before the body and rebuked. It says here in verse number uh, 20, them that sin, the elders rebuke before all. Why? That others also may fear. He says, you need to bring them before the body. You must rebuke them. And that is to be done regardless of whether the pastor has repented and or made restitution if necessary. You see, part of honoring a pastor is holding him accountable. Holding him accountable. And that's why I believe elders and plurality is also a wonderful thing to help hold the pastor, the pastors accountable. It's a a good thing. So, Rebuke them, rebuke them. Not only that, we see submit to them, submit to them. Look at, uh, I want you to, if you can, turn over to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews chapter number 13, or I can just read it for, for sake of time. Hebrews 13, verse number seven, the Bible says this. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves. For they watch for your souls as they that must give account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. Clearly, we see here the writer of Hebrews says that the body is to submit to those who are over them, to submit to those who God has placed to oversee them. There is to be that submission. There was a there was a Baptist a Baptist, and he was stranded on a desert island. When, he, uh, when, when the rescuer, res, rescuers finally came and they found him, they saw that there were three buildings on that island. And so they began to ask this guy who was just discovered, they said, hey, what, what's that building over there? And he said, well, that's my house. That's where I live. That's where I, I spend most of my time. They said, okay, well, what's the second building over there? He goes, oh, that's my church. 
Oh, well, nice. Well, nice. Well, what's the third building over there? That's the church I used to go to. But that illustration is, is unfortunately what happens a lot of time in our culture today. Whenever there is something that people don't like within a church, rather than submit as, as the, the overseer follows and submits to Christ, rather than submitting to them, they leave and join another church. We see it happen all the time. But obviously, God never intended, listen, that we blindly submit to the elders, regardless of what they do. That's all part of holding them accountable. In the book of Hebrews, we find some further guidance that will help us determine how to submit to the elders in a biblical manner. First of all, we see that the elders have been tasked by God with the responsibility to keep watch over the body's souls. And that one day they will give an account to God for how well they carry out that task. That's a huge responsibility. That's something that we, that, that I personally don't take lightly. That we, that I will give an account one day for how I operate in that way and watching over the souls of the body. This reinforces the idea that God has placed the elders in a position of authority for the good of those within the body. Right? And so we also find that when we prevent the elders from doing what God has called them to do and to be able to do that with joy, it robs the body of the advantage of having overseers. And so we must submit. We must submit to those that are over us. But also we find that the command to submit to the leadership of the pastors is conditional. You see, we are to first consider the outcome of their way of life before we obey them and submit to their leadership. And we see that process in action in Acts chapter number 17. This is where Paul and Silas, they go to the Berean church. They go to the Berean church. They begin to preach and they begin to teach the word of God. How did the Berean church handle it? The Bible says that they went back and they studied the scriptures for themselves to see if it was true. And so when we talk about submission, yes, we submit, but we also, it's your responsibility as the body to look at what the pastor is saying. Search the scriptures yourself to see if he is saying is true. That's your responsibility as the body. And when we put this together with the instructions of Hebrews chapter 13, we find that the body is responsible for obeying and submitting to the elders when they handle the word of God accurately. And when they conduct their lives in a manner that is consistent with the word of God. See, that doesn't mean that any pastor will do that perfectly, right? Because pastors are sheep, just like all the other sheep. We're not perfect. And so we're not going to do it perfectly. But understand, if a pastor makes, a, 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 if he fails, if he makes a mistake, that does not give the body an excuse to no longer submit to his leadership. So we must submit to the elders. Then lastly, thank you all for your attention this morning going through this. Pray for them. Pray for them. The body's responsibility to the elders is to pray for them. We find this principle all throughout the New Testament. Paul is continually reminding those that he's writing to that you need to pray for us. Pray for us. Pray for those that are, are with me, that are, that are leading these congregations. We need your prayers. 
here's the wonderful thing. As we looked at a couple of weeks ago, the ro- one of the roles of the elders is to pray for the body. Amen? Pray for the body. And we pray for the body and you pray for us. And that's a wonderful thing. You know what? I think this is the, the main key is to pray for those that are over you. To pray for the Because when you pray for those that are over you in the Lord, it's a lot easier to honor and respect. When you pray for those that are, that are over you in the Lord, it's a lot easier to compensate them, right? Or protect them, rebuke them because you love them. Submit to them. Listen, prayer is very important. And I'd ask you, and I'm sure many of you do pray for me and, and, and uh, for our family. And I thank you for that, but continue to please pray. You know, Satan fights. He fights. He wants to get, he wants to get us down. He wants to get us discouraged. You know, I go through times in my life where I get discouraged, where I get down, where I get trapped, just like all of you do. But listen, pray for your pastor. Pray for your pastor. So important. God lays out the responsibility of the body toward their pastors in scripture that we've looked at today. And this honor that is to be given to the pastors is so much easier, so much easier when the man who leads is following the qualifications of an elder. And while we're going to look at those uh, eventually, I don't know about next week, but soon we will. But as a pastor follows the Lord, as a pastor follows God's direction in your life, then you are to submit to them, respect them, pray for them, protect them, and rebuke them. As a pastor follows Christ and labors in the Lord and in his word and in doctrine, the body is to honor him with double honor. Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information, check out fbcpanamacity.com. Have a great week.